One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. The wager I'm proposing is very simple. The top of the building is sort of a architectural monstrosity. You walk all the way around, scab be removed from the car, you get the money, and you get my wife. You're crazy. Big Pecker. This is Film Sack. <laughs> Sure. Greetings and welcome back to Film Sack, or to it for the first time. And welcome to the continuing uh, episodes that are in Sacktober 2022. My name is Scott Johnson. I'm joined today on episode 572 by Brian. This will keep happening if he keeps using his left tit as a coaster. Dunaway. Oh, no. And look, now it's wet. Oh, hi. Hi. This week on Film Zack, we'll make a deal with HBO Incorporated to finally quit our nasty habit of watching crappy horror movies from the 80s, only to find ourselves stuck in traffic digging through our dirty glove box of gum and VHS tapes for just one more hit. Just one. <laughs> it can't hurt to just watch one, right? Oh, yeah, that's the stuff. Oh, hi, HBO. Sorry, fam. Besides, you don't need pinkies to do the electric slide, honey. Yes, I'm a son of a bitch. Anywho. On to our most favorite thing to do. Put on our tiny troll costumes, complete with tiny bells, and convince superstitious moms that stray cats are the problem. And it's not we that are hiding in Drew Barrymore's DMs, eating her tweets, and stealing her life force. No! <laughs> Help me, Obi Kitty Kitty. You are my only hope. Seriously, though. Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore? Drew Barrymore. Drew, <laughs> Drew Barrymore survived Hollywood. She's a legend. Please don't set me on fire. Movies aren't real, right? All right. <laughs> there are no real monsters unless you count kids who chew gum after they brush their teeth. They can go straight to hell and play fetch with Cujo. Randy, are you using your left tit for a coaster? Nice. Then <laughs> you get my wife. I'm glad that you remembered that left tit thing as I as I did. Yeah. Yes. How could you forget it? It yeah, was almost it almost tried to fly by, and I was like, no, oh, what does that catch it? Yep. Mm. Go back, listen again, make sure it happened, then record it, play it on the show, and say it four times. That's what we're gonna mm-hmm. do. Also with us, Randy, nothing says horror like being slowly pecked to death by a pigeon Jordan. Mm. 
And he's not. He's muted, or he's muted. AFK. Yes, there he is. Oh, he was. Hello, aloha, Hello. Scott, Brian, Brian. Yeah, <laughs> Brandy. Thanks for coming to this focus group for our new video game. Now that you've all signed your non-disclosure agreements, I can tell you that what you're about to play test today is a brand new game where you are a lost cat. That's right. Whoa. You're a, what? What's that? So. Someone else made that? Oh, <laughs> crap. Shut it all down. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Folks, before we shut it all down, we may as well enjoy the coffee and donuts, right? It used to be. It used to be we'd also enjoy the cigarettes, but those days are long past. Am I right? I, I always used to say, you know, I, back in the day, I always used to say, the first cigarette after lunch is one of the best 31 cigarettes of the day. Now, now, nowadays we all quit, but it was real hard. Am I right? It was real hard. I'm a stand-up comic now. I don't know about you, but when I quit smoking, I had to follow uh, three strict rules for successful cessation. Number one, don't go around and dispose of all of your existing cigarettes. Just keep them around in closets and glove compartments. As you know, cigarettes don't go stale. Number two, don't share the experience with someone who, you know, you already spend a lot of time around. Go it alone. You'll surely be fine. Number three, number three, this is important. If you get help from a professional and that person or service turns out to be a criminal enterprise, never report them to the police. People who report criminals to the police always go back to smoking that delicious smoke. Mm, oh, man, I would give your finger for a cigarette. Right? I'd, oh. I'd give two of your fingers for a cigarette no. right now. Oh, oh, my God. You're missing two fingers and scene. Yeah. And scene. <laughs> You just, you know, that's a pretty good summation of the uh, James Woods. The whole first, segment. yeah. Yeah, Twitter it's pretty good. I wonder if that lady's pinky, what, what, did she really not have a pinky? Did, were we into <laughs> I don't you know. know. I didn't I, want that. It wondered. looked like it was folded behind it, like it was it was okay, a camera okay. angle and little. There uh, you go sharpie lines to look like stitches yeah right so there was no there was no ad in the you know the the hollywood and looking for a person with a pinky nub no probably not no now let me let me ask you this before i throw it to to ibit um if can you guys hold your pinky back and straighten the rest of your fingers i can't do it Ooh, no yeah yeah I, I can't, can't do it. I practice like, this stuff as a kid. I practice. I can't like, do it. Keep your well. Okay, if I tuck it under, like if I jam the tip of my pinky into my palm, <laughs> I can. If you, yes, yeah, so I can do that. But if you hold your pinky, you can do it. Which is yeah. probably what they did. They strapped it or glued it or whatever. Sure it was strapped. Yeah. But in, but if yeah. you're trying to just move it there and hold it, that finger next to it, it's like, nope, I'm coming with. I'm coming with. Well, my maybe mine maybe does they. Do it. Uh, Using prosthetics, elongated her other fingers and then just put right. a cap on her fingers. Oh. That's hilarious. Kind of go old school where people like got the long arms and shit. That's weird. <laughs> but I, I also have hitchhiker's thumbs, so that may be, you know, like oh, really? oh yeah, yeah. Know, goes like, back uh, too far. Yeah, things yeah. back. Yeah, yeah you people yeah. and your weird magic. All right, sorry. Well, that's also, my intro anyway. So, yeah, there's uh, your right. intro. Good Done. Enough. Just kidding. Oh. Here it is. It's Brian pinching off people's nose uh, <laughs> in their sleep. Was his night job, Ibit. It's totally true. Yeah. Hi, I'm Stephen King. You might know me from <laughs> books. And I'm here to talk to you about people for the ethical treatment of animals, or PETA. 
You see, my movie, Cat's Eye, just got released to theaters, and my agent thought it would be a good idea for me to get ahead of things and talk about how much I love animals. Mm. Take my friend Dolores Claiborne, for example. She was in such misery over her dog that she finally had to take a stand against... What? Stop doing that? Uh. What? Okay. Okay, anyway. I love all kinds of animals, from dogs to even other kinds of dogs. Pigeons I'm not so fond of. It reminds me of a story. Takes place in a small town in rural Maine. There's a curiosity shop, and all they sell are people's wishes. And there's a little old shopkeeper named Greg. And Greg said, okay, Pete, I'll get back to your damn script. (laughs) People are going to see this movie and think I hurt and scared a cat. And that's simply not true. And I can understand how someone outside of the film industry would think that. No, see, when you're making a movie that stars a cat, you actually have 12 cats, and we probably scared seven or eight of them. Hmm? Well, Petey, your damn script sucks. It's all about parakeets and pigeons, and there's no twist at the end. Like, this recording booth is actually a bathroom stall, and I'm in an airport. Good night. I'm Stephen King. I'm Stephen King. It's a pretty good I Stephen King. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, not bad. That's how it I sounds appreciate... when you, his uh, audiobooks where he <laughs> reads them. Yeah. I, I appreciate it. I can't it. listen to one without falling asleep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you watch this movie, and you start to you think of the initially, oh, they're just going to reference every Stephen King book he ever wrote. Like, it's <laughs> It feels right. like such, yeah. such an initial hit. And then they do. And, then, and yeah. so I'm really, really glad that of all the all the things you could have worked in, you worked in needful things because that's just like yeah. it's like the <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like the yeah. most complicated and like the most people you have to learn about an entire town full of people when you read needful yeah. things. Like, yeah, needful things you, is kind of dense. How do you reference that? Yeah, that, that book is dense, which is why I've always said that's the reason it's never translated to film very well. It's just way too dense. I okay, so hold on a second. Are you referring to me talking about the curiosity shop in Maine yeah. that sells people's right, wishes? Right. Yeah. yeah. I have never read nor watched Needful Things. <laughs> oh my god! I was coming up. I was trying to come up with the tropiest uh, Stephen it, King trope. Seeped, holy shit! It seeped into you. It seeped in. Brian, Brian, I you literally one hundred percent serious. You described awesome. Needful Things. Yeah, you did. I, I, I'm with Randy here. I 100 percent thought that's what you were talking yeah. about. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I had no, I seriously wrote this oh my last gosh. night at 11 o'clock. And I'm like, Let me I don't know. Like, I don't know if you're an, a genius or if, or if Stephen King's a hack. I don't know what to think. Right. Well, and the thing is, I don't think Needful Things, I think Needful Things is one of his best books because it's not hacky. He hmm, goes, right. he goes really, really deep on different people and their relationships. And actually the twist at the end is not that exciting or interesting. You know what I mean? Like it's a great book. Oh, like most Stephen King books. Yeah. But, right. but most Stephen King books live and die on a twist, yeah, you know, yeah. like this one, yeah. it doesn't the matter. Twist, you, right. The twist for, you know, the good Stephen King books, the twist happens throughout the book, but the final right. thing is like, yeah. oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Much I can't like the pinky. It's like, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, wait a minute. You mean they were serious about <laughs> that thing after showing me all the other things that they were serious about yeah, with yeah. The smoking? Yeah. That's the thing. The thing about this entire movie, Cat's Eye by, by uh, what's his name? <laughs> Uh, Lewis Teague. The, Thank the, you for saying the, the name of the film. The <laughs> thing about this entire movie is we have seen too many damn movies since this movie came out. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I kept trying to right. say, okay, I'm in 1985. I'm in 1985. I have not seen dozens of good horror movies. I am in 1985. And I just couldn't do it. This movie really does not does not think about you as an audience. Mm. It's just trying to tell some, some, uh, what, what was the TV show? Some, some twilight zone stories. It's oh, three sure. twilight zone stories yeah. and it's, it's as good as it's going to get. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, 
Hmm. My only complaint really I, is that it's PG thirteen and a little bit light on scares and gore and junk. Like, yeah, I, I yeah, wanted yeah. I wanted they're, horror. They're movie. interesting stories, but mm-hmm. they're not. They're no more interesting than you'd see on an episode of Tales from the Dark Side or Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, Tales yeah. from the Crypt or Creep Show yeah. or you know, I guess Creep Show is a newer thing, but yeah. Um, but a TV a TV based version of this just as sanitized and just as ooh, wouldn't it be? interesting if there was a company that helped people stop smoking by threatening their loved ones or yeah, right. a it guy felt, made another right. guy go around the edge of a building. You're right. It feels like TV in a lot of well, ways. And that's, it's, it, uh, that's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Dunaway. Yeah. I, I was just going to say, I, I appreciate it because this is a time when we were some movies, there was such a big difference between the big budget movies and the smaller movies. Now we just have nothing but big budget movies. There's, you can't even hardly get a freaking movie in the theater Unless it has a massive budget, even the smallest piece of crap has a massive budget. This was just, it is, it is almost has the budget of a TV show. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to, you're, you're kind of going to float in that quality. Sure. Uh, I, uh, one part that I could not, I mean, I know we'll, we'll jump around between the three segments. There's no need to do any of this in order, but, uh, you know, there were certain casting choices that threw me like the dude, I forgot his real name. I have to look it up here real quick. Uh, but the guy who's walking around the building is the dude. He's Ted. Oh, Robert from, Hayes. Yeah, he was yeah Robert Hayes. Yeah. He's Ted from Air, yeah. Airplane. And yeah. I could not take that segment seriously. <laughs> oh, uh, really? I just couldn't do it. Surely you, surely you could. Sure, surely you could. No, <laughs> call me surely. To, I was trying to work in. And, uh, right. my, my intro was originally going to have a walking around a building over Atlantic City. Over Atlantic City? No, I'll right. never be over Atlantic City. Right. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. That's perfect. But this idea, this idea that he's, you know, me knowing who that is, uh, just drove me slightly nuts because I expected him to, you know, that sweat scene from Airplane where he can't stop sweating, just pouring out of him, sweating a lot. I didn't think about that. So it just threw me. I don't know. I couldn't take it seriously. Although the actor who we we were thinking Charles Durning the other day, and we were wrong. But uh, the guy who plays Baron Harkonnen in the original Dune movie is your uh, mob jerk who's making him walk around yes, the building right right and i liked his performance oh, oh you're talking about uh, uh kenneth mcmillan is, is yes. prisoner yeah yes, yes. i enjoyed his oh, whole yeah. vibe um he stole the show he's, kinda, he's yeah. keeping you on your toes yeah. he was oh, great God. and by the way i always yeah. thought that guy was old he died at yeah. 56 man he was young when oh he died. really yeah. wow yeah. how long after making this movie or 80, after dune 89? i guess this was before dune so 89, no, kenneth, before, no kenneth mcmillan's were harmed in the making of this film so it was only four Maybe. years after this he was basically our age when he made this movie okay wow and uh yeah. that's and he's that. hilarious oh my god when he's under threat of gun and being killed he's flipping through that pin out i know yeah. <laughs> right exactly like it's almost distracting him from being right. shot it's such oh, a great like oh hold yeah. on a second and like if you want if, if i was to break down the stories as best to worst. I think the smoking story is maybe the best story, but the best yeah. acting oh, happened yeah. in two with him. And in three, I don't know how to feel about three. Three had I some mean, interesting practical we, effects that I, I like. I think anybody is going to look three at the practical even, effects are, are spectacular. Yeah, they were pretty good. Uh, oh, come okay, on now. There's only, Here, here's, there's only, go ahead. I'm going to, here's I, I what I'm going to say about those practical effects real quick. So they're the, the, when they had to use green screen, cause he's up on her face. Yeah. Right. Okay. Maybe that looked a little bad, but when he's running around doing other shit, you could tell what they had done is made a large set, <laughs> so yes. that the door was gigantic, the bed was huge, the shoe was huge. I respect that kind of work. I think that's I so cool, yeah. and I, I really, I really liked that bit. 
just from that visual standpoint, I, that was fine. The only I thing, it. and it's, I mean, I know it's you know, I, I don't know exactly how they do it, but the you can see the green skin when or screen when he's uh, squishing her nose closed. Yes, right. which is but, amazing. But to have the dude in the costume and and you know and have it not look super janky, with the exception of the green screen, is like all right, that's really impressive for 1985. I it agree. Was what? How did they pinch her nose? I was just trying to think. I was like, well, what did they pinch her nose with? Because it had to yeah. be behind mm-hmm. that object, you know. Exactly. So I'm like, it have to oh, be covered up did. by his hand. It's got to be like uh, probably a little did, kid. Did it in perfect like a, timing. It was really good. Probably a little yeah. kid's little little hand. Or or something <laughs> maybe <laughs> like a little <laughs> little tweezers or something yeah i figured it was well i figured it was probably like some kind of something very thin like yeah. tweezers of some sort that yeah it'd be some sort of with. specially created device yeah. that just you know maybe the, even using one of those using one yeah. of those uh those dinosaur grippy things you used to get at the at the travel shop oh, talking about the yeah with the handle yeah, yeah yeah i love those yeah. Yeah. i thought those were so cool i'd always break them but i loved them those are awesome yeah but yeah it's yeah. uh it's a so, it's, it's it's just a weird mix right like the idea of the right. anthology movie is supposed to be a weird mix it's supposed to be like hey here's a very different story than the next one but they're all connected with this stupid right. cat and and the cat is really nothing to do with anything yeah, except, except the third story is all cat, and and it's like, yeah. um, so you have to have that as the final thing, right? Because it's a it's a story. The overall movie is a story about a cat, and the cat ends up having its big, you know, climax scene in in the third story. So you, you can't put the you can't put the, the you can't put the third story earlier in the movie. Is what I'm saying because that's the yeah, yeah. that's the whole the whole thing is leading you to that. But yeah. I I think anybody who watches this movie is going to be kind of like oh the first two are a thing they're episodes of the twilight zone Mm -hmm. and then the last one is just a trope it's just one trope and that the the trope is if if one of your characters is young enough no one believes them yeah right and so it's like the the kid isn't believed they they blame the cat when they should have been blaming something else you know like they don't they don't they don't have the imagination the parents don't have the imagination to understand what's going on just you know this all boils this all boils down. The reason why these are tropes is Stephen King works in what we have universal horrors, which are going to be things that are going to be tropes. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. So th- that's not being believed while something's attacking you. These are all primitive fears that we have. It makes us feel very vulnerable. So, which is at like the it, core of almost everything he makes. You're absolutely right. Most of his right. books are that. Like, what's what's the fear of the stand? The stand deals in the fear of society's breakdown. You know, right. as the core. There's lots of little individual things, but that's the main issue. And then, what does it deal with when it's it? Well, it's freaky clowns under the freaking street. Like, in some ways, it's <laughs> in some ways it's his trick or it's his yeah. You know, I don't know his well, and there's, thing and there's a story here. Yeah. There's story here. It, all during Quitters Inc. You're thinking, why did this guy engage with these people in the first place? Yeah. You know, like how does yeah. he how does he get out of this now? What does he what does he got to do to get out of the arrangement and so on and so on? With the ledge, there's a whole story. There's a tennis pro, and it answers the question. Well, what if the jilted husband ever got his hands on the tennis pro who was sleeping with his wife? What would he do? And this kind of you know, like there's stuff there. But then the third one is just plain and simple. There's a tiny little monster and it's just yes. not, you know, yeah. a monster exists. Okay. Yeah. yeah and, and it's and right. There's no real twist to it. It's not like, you know, the twist is, oh, finally there's evidence and the parents finally believe her that there was a little troll in the room because there's a little knife and a little arm and goo all over the fan. Yeah. <laughs> I liked, I actually liked the way it was wrapped because even though this third story is, if you just pull it apart and go, okay, here it is. Yeah, it's it's the weakest of the stories. However, it's sprinkled over the entire movie, and it gives us a look at 
what is uh, a cat's role in our relationships with cats. And there's this, I thought there was a lot of interesting, it, it gave me, it gave me, it left a whole bunch of things open mm. so uh-huh. that I could like fill in with, with, you know, what is a relationship with cats? I like, I like movies that leave me with questions. I, sure, yeah, sure. Would, you have, would sure. you have liked it better if the cat was somehow responsible for Cressner falling off the, the ledge instead of it being the pigeon, having, having the cat like go <laughs> out there it, and trip I him up. I love that it was, I love that it was the pigeon That's because the damn those pigeon. are the, yeah. I know because <laughs> if, if he had a cat there with him, if the cat had been out there with him, if uh, if Kresner had left him alone, he could have saved this guy because you know he kind of got on his side. He, he right, kind of started right. getting towards Robert Hayes. He could have yeah. saved him from the bird. There was a I lot of anti bird in this film. I think yeah. it was enough that the cat tripped up the henchman. That was enough for me. Mm. That, yeah, that, that was yeah. that satisfied good. the story. Right, that's true. He yeah, I guess good. he did get involved in, as opposed to just being a a prop like he was in Quitters Inc. And speaking yeah. of which, does does the dude just go out and find a cat every time they have somebody new coming to the? Uh, Apparently, Apparently. Yeah, yeah, that, that seemed inefficient to me. Saved him a trip, he said to the uh, yeah. to the to the pound. Oh, yeah. to the shelter. Okay, yeah, yeah shelter. but that just seems inefficient to me. Like you should have yeah, backups. You just use, sadly use the same cat for your. What horrible... happened to the last cat? They said they weren't harming him. That cat looked like it was getting harmed. Yeah. I don't know how you make yeah. that cat jump like that and not at least go. Oh yeah, we was at least traumatizing. The yeah, cat. you know no what? Way. When they, I don't know, I didn't see it in the credits. <laughs> I didn't stick around. But did they do a disclaimer about no animals were harmed during the film? I did have to read up on that because it was like, all right, that cat looked. Looks, looks a like it's getting electrocuted. Mm-hmm. B that cat running across the uh, street okay, but, looks scared as shit. But, but the sparks yeah. were animation. You could tell the sparks were animation. animation. Sure, but yeah. what's right. making the, it jump like that? You know, uh, compressed air. Can, a can yeah. of compressed air underneath that. Uh, yeah. that's see, that's it mean. Trauma. <laughs> it's, it's trauma. Freaking, it's definitely trauma. trauma. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's freaking mean, man. I mean, <laughs> for, I know. For, I don't know that they. For our entertainment. They wouldn't do that today. They'd CGI like to, that yeah. shit or something. I don't I, know what they do. I'd like to do. point out that that is yeah. the moment at which my wife left the watching the movie and didn't come back. <laughs> Yeah, so she, I'm out. She only saw the first sixth of this movie, like yes. the first yeah. of this movie. Oh wow! Yeah, this movie is 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 torture. So I mean, if if that's that's what this movie is really about. If you really look at it, every segment is about torture. It's all torture. So if, yeah. if you can't if you can't deal with that, then yeah, this is not going to be the. So movie. let's look at the three main fears. Number uh, first one, torture is addiction and not being able to control right. yourself, right? And then having yeah, right. dire consequences. Second one is torture of being an, at heights or whatever scares you about being on the outside of that building and threatening and the wife's head and all that. Sure. And then third, third one is bag? someone's going to stop me from breathing or steal my air while I sleep and I'm going to die. Right. Yeah. Right. That's the weird one to help. me there, because that's a very any, intimate did one. Anyone yeah. have the thought, oh, that little goblin is trying to steal her soul? Did you think that? Yeah. I, well, I, I thought yeah. I was trying to steal her life force is what I that's that's the kind of the 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 trope right yeah because like the mist coming out of her is not just air you know right right unless unless that's just what they have to show to show that he's really close to taking her air is that right uh, but yeah i mean i I gotta say i feel like i I gotta say the biggest mistake in the film was trying to make me smile by showing me the world's (laughs) tiniest knife on that fan (laughs) I'm sorry, because up to that point, you're seeing a, a knife that seems dangerous. Yeah, it seems right. it, it doesn't right. seem like lethal, but it seems dangerous. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when you see the world's tiniest knife, you're like, oh, it wasn't dangerous. You're supposed to laugh and go, oh, I was how silly. But I was just like, no, screw you, movie. Mm. Show me the knife that you've been showing me all along. <laughs> right. Because right. I'm supposed to be scared, you know? Mm. Yeah. 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 
I think the biggest mistake they made uh, for me was hiring both Robert Hayes and James Woods because it's like putting Leslie Bibb and Maggie (laughs) Grace in the same movie. I thought the same thing. I mean, if we didn't, if we didn't know, you know, know. both of those actors well, but if we didn't, yeah, yeah. if we didn't know, like James Woods, you know, whatever his current state of things is super weird. But uh, (laughs) so if we didn't have that, like if you came to this raw, you'd think, oh, they're bringing him back for the second. Not only, not only that, they literally had James Woods talk to james rebhorn mm-hmm. james yeah. rebhorn yeah, shows Rebhorn's up and i'm like also. oh whoa yeah. that's his uh, that's his other guy that's the other g- guy that's like him you yeah. Know? yeah yeah rebhorn yeah. uh uh we talk we see him a lot on film sack i feel like yeah yeah, yeah. You know? and uh i love his little uh, uh his uh big love <laughs> big big I've, trouble in little china smoke mm-hmm. right, really like like james. uh you know 15 cigarettes at once and yeah. uh yeah <laughs> Yeah, I only, when I only have played two years ago. A couple years. Oh, yeah. for 2014. Wow. Okay. It's I just, like I years. always think, I don't know why my most, most notable memory of him. And even though it's a million things, the guy worked like crazy was 1998's finale of Seinfeld. He played the, he played oh, yeah. the DA who was prosecuting uh, Jerry and George and Elaine. And I never <laughs> I forget that for the, some reason, but yeah. The scent of a woman is the 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 oh, dean of the school that uh, I take a flamethrower to this place. Yeah, he he ended up becoming a. Th- that's what he became: lawyers yes. and stodgy school runners, kind of, and kind of the villain, the the typical villain kind of dude. Yeah, kind of but in not everything. The, not the big boss, but the the mini boss. Right. <laughs> well, what, what were you saying, Randy? You said something about. Um, I I actually thought we had seen James Rebhorn more in film sack. Oh, I've only okay. this is only the fourth one. As oh, far as wow. I can see. So what we got the game, um, we got the game, real Day. steel and independence day. Yeah. Oh, and, is he in real steel? Yeah. yeah, he's in real steel. Yeah. And of course, for my money, the game is the standout there. That's like, he, he's amazing in that movie. And he's like, plays an important role. That. That's yeah. what I'm trying to remember. Jeez. Yeah. I can't remember these characters. That's I, know, I can remember Sean Penn. I can remember Michael Douglas. Who what was James yeah, so Rebhorn's? Uh, Rebhorn, Rebhorn was like the main foil on the, on the, in the company that was orchestrating all of this. Oh, he's the one that oh, stood there in the why. scene and he, and he has that famous scene where he's standing there and going, he, you don't know that, plays, that, 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 or whatever. There was like a moment. Yeah. I can't remember. He plays the said. company man. That's the reason why I never yeah. can. Yeah. And, and that's what it is. Uh, and just while we're on actors, we've seen a lot before and I'm not counting Frank Welker. Sorry. Never will. Um, <laughs> oh, I have to. No more Optimus Prime. I can Frank Welker when we see him and or hear him speaking like a human. If if you got that, then he counts. But him him making cat noises. noises. Like, why didn't they just record a cat? Oh, yeah. Because so, well, you have to torture a cat to make him meow like yeah. that. Oh, wow. oh, yeah, they did. Oh. But, you know, <laughs> shame. the person in this film, and it's a blink and you'll miss him uh, person in this film, is uh, 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 Charles Dutton. Charles Dutton. Oh, the Rock. Yeah. Or just is, Rock. Just Rock. Yeah, just, just Rock. Yeah. Just Rock. No, okay. uh, a, a Rock. Rock. Yes. Charles Dutton has been in six film sack films now. Yeah, mm-hmm. Alien oh, Three wow. to be uh, to, to be pointed. Yeah, about that's it. a good one. Yeah, loved him in that. Yeah. Uh, what else? Tell me he, the others. Who was he in this? He was uh, one of the henchmen, right? One of um, Gambler Dude's uh, buddies. Oh, was yeah, he? Yeah, his character name was Dom, and again, he was really like barely in this movie. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> his character right. names like Ducky, Dom. What, yeah. what was the what was the guy from the very beginning? It's a really weird name. Oh, uh, uh, junk. Junk. junk, junk, yeah. Tony Monafo. Uh, yeah, Monafo. Yeah, Monafo. Yeah. yeah, we've he, seen him five times now. He he gets uh, these little bit roles in film set movies. Yeah. Tony Monafo. Do you notice that? Um, 
Okay. Why doesn't he have an IMDb photo? Because I, I instantly recognize one. I know, I right? It's weird. It's he just doesn't care not. about it or something. Who knows? I guess you oh. got your people have to put something up there. But I have to pay uh, ten dollars to upload my photo. I'm not going to do it. That's right. See, I'm not subscribing to IMDb Pro. Forget that crap. Yeah. Listen here, see. <laughs> I don't know why he talks like that, but uh, the guy who I always see and I always think it's Danny Aiello, Aiello, uh, Mike Starr, Starr, who played Ducky. It's impossible for me to separate those two men. I can't do it. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Uh, Like, which one was in Harlem Nights? I actually don't don't know. know. I, I, yeah. Which one was in? Um, <laughs> which one was in Dumb and Dumber? Is the is the big question? Well, I, I know it's Mike Starr because I looked it up. But before I looked it up, I didn't know. Like that's how bad it is. And I'm not saying right. you know like great. He's good. And and also so it was Danny Aiello. But they're interchangeable. They're the Leslie Bibb. Uh, what's the yeah, other Maggie name? Grace? Maggie I'll, Grace. I'll, yeah. yeah. Uh, Star outlived uh, Aiello, so maybe he's the. He's the victor. He's the victor here. He's the Highlander yeah. of this scenario. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever wins the long or lives the longest wins. Yes, yeah. I'm looking at a and picture. Mike Starr's of in a bunch. He's a, he's a great older like um like mobster now. He's yeah. in you know movies as a or TV shows as a like you know just a heavy and he's yeah. an older guy wearing a tracksuit. You yeah, know? he's perfect yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. Apparently, oh man, they were together. Running, something. running in those dress shoes it, that that was great in the opening one the the. Quitters Inc. Oh yeah, the, running the back and forth running. in his right in his dress shoes. <laughs> oh god. Oh yeah, my gosh. The disguised as the jogger. Yeah, that guy yeah. sucked. He was a he was who was he was he no but he's nobody Jump. right. Was who that was, that yeah, nobody, he was, oh, he was I, I mean he was a dude who was uh, keeping an eye on on uh, Woods. No, I mean yeah, what yeah. was his? I'm oh. saying the actor. What did we know him from? Nothing. Oh, oh nothing. Yeah. Sweaty yeah. feet in this movie. Yeah, yeah. He just struck dude me. Dude who laughs at cats. Yeah. And wives getting getting tortured. He struck me as somebody's brother-in-law who got on set, and they said, "Hey, right. can you step in and do this for us?" And where these shoes? Of which, yeah. How come they're uh, Ducky? Doesn't right? doesn't uh, Stephen King usually try and find a way to do a cameo in some of his films? Or back I, then, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, especially back then. The only thing I saw was his Pet Cemetery book. I saw a couple of oh, references well, like and that. Dead Zone on the TV, and yeah, uh, Christine Carr. Cujo. They didn't need yeah. to put a bumper sticker on that car. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> No, they might as well have a name tag on the dog that said, hi, my name is Kujo. <laughs> oh, that was stupid. <laughs> it was stupid. So, yeah, with all the King, uh, you know, cameos, maybe he just felt like this was one to sit out. He doesn't need his face in it, I guess. Also, right. also, oh. hey, uh, IMDb editors, people around here who, you know, can go edit IMDb. The trivia doesn't need to be 17 entries on these references. It could be one right. entry yes. with all of the references to other Stephen King. So stuff. true. This, yeah. This this movie inspires uh, individuals who like to go too far. If you go to this, is the first time I've ever seen it on Wikipedia on any of the movies we've seen. There is a, a notice on the plot. This article's plot summary may be too long or excessively detailed. Now it's like. What, what is this stupid warning? Yeah. I read it. It was. It was too long and it was excessively detailed. It was a lot. And yeah. Yeah. It was a lot. All the way from 2017 and yeah. still yeah. no one's edited it. I, I think there, I, you know, I, I kind of understand that though. Like if you, if I, if I was really into Wikipedia as an editor, like, right. you know, I, I, I kind of understand like it's a movie where you can't just summarize it. Or if you do, I don't think you're doing it justice because there is a lot under the surface here, at least right. in the first two <laughs> thirds. Right, right. But I, you know, I get it. I understand trying to be like, yeah, but then James Wood is like, why? Okay, I got to explain why in the hell. And I still don't know, by the way, why was he engaged with this outfit? What, what? 
how, they how don't, is, they is, don't establish yeah. it other than he wants to quit smoking. That's it. Well, his friend dropped him off who was yeah. in the program already. It was one of those one of those things. Oh, He's supposed for to try and work for you. Yeah. 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 His, yeah. And plus his motivation was that oh, I he forgot about to that be guy. there for his family. He yeah. kind of mentions that briefly that, you know, he's doing it for his family, I guess. Sure. sure. But I mean, if you're yeah. going to get psychological help at a new place, right. And you're this sitting room by the mafia and you don't know it. So you get in there, in the, you're sitting in the waiting room and someone <laughs> gets dragged in kicking and screaming. Yeah. Uh, you leave. Yeah. He was, leave. Trying to, he was trying to leave and he got caught. You didn't know it was, like, you didn't know it was being Come run on. by Catskills comedian Alan King. You didn't uh, <laughs> yes. love Alan King, by yeah, the way. He's great. He's so, such a great pick for this. Such great casting for this uh, role. I yes. like him a lot as well. I'm a real son of a bitch. Left us back in 04, <laughs> but uh, I've been tons of stuff. He was great in Casino. Um, good in what else? It's a rush Hour. He's very, he's just, rush he was hour. great. That guy was great. I don't yeah. understand why he was never a like a general that shows up on an episode of MASH because he would have been perfect. Oh, yeah. He oh, would have yeah. been good at that. Yeah. 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 That happened a lot with MASH, so I'm surprised they didn't tap that dude. Maybe back back then, though, he's on stage going, ah, <laughs> you take my mother, please, or whatever they were doing back then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, take my wife, please, but I like that one, yeah. too. No. Take my mother. It was always like the mother-in-law <laughs> joke and the take my wife, please, so you really yeah. just kind of combine the two. Well done. Not, not meaning to swing too hard back to Mike Starr, but I just wanted to point out how hard a worker this dude is he's got 12 projects in pre post and complete production status he worked right. uh was in two films in 2022 one two three four four movies in 2021 uh one in 2020 a bunch of 2019s let's see six mo- five movies right. in 2019 this dude has never not been working since right. 1978 constant like multiple times a year in the 90s 1990 alone seven movies what the frick, Mike Starr? You get a star on your forehead. Yeah, you get you get a star. Oh, let's not forget to mention uh, the. Let's not forget to mention the money man, Dino De, De Laurentiis. Oh who, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 that's he's part. He's he's the money man. He's also the one that if you will, if you look at these movies, a lot of these actors they show up again because he pushes him. He's like he's like oh I know this is a box office draw. Firestarter, sure. Let's bring in uh, let's bring in uh, Drew Barrymore. Man, Drew Barrymore yeah. again for some cat's eye. You didn't know, he do got most of these? Money. Didn't he do? I, I, I don't know this for sure, but didn't he produce most of King's eighties material? I yes, feel like he, it. he did. And man, if you if you want to look like uh, almost everything on the De Laurentiis page is like ripe for film sack because uh, it's just always fun. Yeah. Stuff. Is he around? Is he still with us? Or? No, no. I think no. he's passed, hasn't he? Did. Okay. No, is he still around? No, oh, 2010. 2010. Okay. All right. He passed away in 2010. You never, you never Born forget. in 1919. James, oh, wow. James Woods is still around, but he has uh, retired. I, w- I went and followed up on what. But <laughs> retired seven, from sanity, I think. He's, yes, yeah. he's 75 years old, uh, and he's he's done. Um, oh, speaking of Dino De Laurentiis movies, Barbarella, uh, some news dropped that yeah. it's they're making a new one with that girl from uh, Euphoria. I forgot her name. Oh, the really? blonde. Yeah, that could be cool. Sydney yeah, Sweeney. Yeah, Sydney Sweeney. That's it. Mm-hmm. She likes yeah. to let me sit. Let me put it this way. That show. She's happy to have her boobs out. Barbarella had her <laughs> boobs out. We're ready to go. Let's go. <laughs> right. Yeah, this will be uh Perfect. Yeah. Perfect, yeah. Perfect. And she's also a good actor. Perfect. So, you know, good actor who's willing to. I'm not saying it's a perfect combination, but if you're going to show your boobs and you're a good actor, I don't know, more power to you, whatever. 
Yeah. Show your yeah. boobs. Personally, I use mine as a as a coaster, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's their own. Your left one, though. Your left one. Yeah, my left one. The right one's no good. It's yeah, forget flat. about the right one. It slides That's right off. Just a joke. The question I have right now is why aren't we talking about Drew Barrymore? And I think the answer is because she's so young that we don't think of her as a professional actor in this. And two, she's not really important to the movie. Like, she mm. could have been anybody yeah. Laying in a bed with her eyes closed. I mean, she's yeah. good and right, she's yeah. recognizable and she's got the ET star power and all that going on. Plus, like you said, yeah. Firestarter and stuff. That's so right. I feel like it was a, at the time was probably a great choice. Um, had, she, this, had she started the cocaine by this point? No, this is right before that. I looked that up. I'm glad you brought oh, really? that up. Yeah, this is right before her drug her drug stuff. Um, she, oh my god! Even this young, geez, I was making a joke, but I didn't realize she. Oh, she was super young. young when she started Jeez. on getting yeah. on the drug stuff. Yeah. In this movie, she's I, like I'm ten, so eleven, glad that, something like that. I, I, I'm so glad that she made that made it through Hollywood. Yeah, Just, for sure. God, it was that yeah, was. She's a rough doing ride. good. I mean, I'm happy she made it through Tom or Tom. Uh, what's his <laughs> Green? name? Tom Green's <laughs> Tom marriage. Green, yeah. yeah. I mean, I just Matt. Okay, getting through Hollywood and drugs is one thing, but Tom Green's uh, marriage to Tom Green is out sucking cows' boobs and stuff. I mean, forget it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of. Like I love. Uh, the, uh, there was a recent. Uh, I, I saw something when I was going down the reading about Drew Barrymore. She was talking to uh, Jamie Lee Curtis about getting high and watching Halloween, and she ended up having to go to the hospital. Wow. Uh, yeah. Right. That'll do it. So yeah, it, it, she would have been super young. So, uh, yeah, that so would have been, um, well, let's see. I mean, she could have seen it in the 80s. Out, so but... I'm assuming she must have watched it during the 80s like most of the rest of us. Because in this, she's like she's era. like 10 or 11 by the math I can figure out. She's 10. She's 10. 10. In this and, and her stories yeah. are that around 11 or 12, she was, it was all in. Let's go. Drugs. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bummer. It's, it's a, a bummer. bummer. But it's like be- I said, it's, it's, the, it's a bummer. But then again, out of all of the, all of the teen stars from that era, she did pretty good considering how much she, oh, oh right yes i as much as i hate the phrase hollywood royalty she is a yeah. great entry in yeah. in the hollywood royalty list and has been for i don't know it's been a good 20 25 years since she yeah. really cleaned up and uh you yeah. know like pursued the path that she's currently yeah on. she's also i mean keep in mind literally from hollywood royalty her yeah. the barrymores right. are right. huge yep. yeah, yeah. So she continues it on. Uh, does she have any kids that are like showing promise? <laughs> showing that the, promise. No. <laughs> well, that's a that's a that's an interesting question, right? Yeah. Because like yeah. we get uh, we get people forced on us, you know, as an audience. There, it's like the world says, "Here, you're gonna you got to watch this person in this thing," and we're like, "Okay," uh, you know, like we don't right. judge them their abilities, but before seeing them in something and like it it wouldn't surprise me at all if the next generation of barrymores is in a bunch of movies you know right i wouldn't i I mean good luck to them i hope they do it without the drugs and uh i don't know i feel like hollywood's in a better thing if you better place for kids right now i think yeah if you had a hollywood mom i mean who went through all this it'd be it'd be also it'd be great and also be terrible because she'd be like she wouldn't let you do anything however she would be a good guy. Here's what would happen. Here's what will happen. She's going to have a daughter who's a really good kid who's going to be into acting and be all really have her head on her shoulders. She's over there. Right. But she had a son of Tom Green who just wants to suck cow's udders. And that's it. <laughs> okay. Well, she, but she, talking didn't about, have, um, she didn't have any yeah. kids with Tom Green. Her Both of her children were yeah. from uh, Will Copelman. Oh, They're good. both named Copelman. Good, good, good. Her, her children, and her children are very young. They're yeah. like, 
Again, no no shade on Tom. No shade on Tom Green. I I kind of like him. I just no. I'm just saying, you know, he's Oh, I like you know, Tom Green. Small doses. I like I like his con- contribution to the movie Road Trip because it's kind of Tom Green in small doses, but yeah. like, I don't know if I could sit through Freddy Got Fingered. I, yeah. I think that yeah. I not with a pinky. I definitely <laughs> think Tom Green I think Tom Green knows Tom Green knows. He's aware of who he is. So yeah, I, I think it's sure. okay to give him some shade. He absolutely knows. He has a TikTok channel I yeah. follow where every TikTok he says, Hi, I'm Tom Green and this is my TikTok, and then he does something. Yeah. And part of me, part of me likes that. I don't know what it is yeah. about it, but yeah. I'll take it. It's fine. Uh here's some trivia for you. This was against director Lewis Teague's uh wishes. Uh the studio cut out a prologue that explained the cat's motivations. Oh, uh, they considered it too silly. As a result, many viewers are confused by the connection between the three stories. No one is confused. No one's confused. No one's confused. Yeah, it's all fine. I, I agree with Randy. That's I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory. It's called Cat's Eye at the top. I mean, it's obviously from the cat's perspective. There is a little confusion. It's like, well, why has he got this psychic connection with Drew Barrymore's character who's showing up and like giving, you know, I don't know what was there was a scene like like some kind of witchcraft thing or something I'm assuming maybe like uh, some kind of put a spell on you cat thing does it say what the little thing was the, uh, it, it didn't say but they maybe that's maybe a, that's what it would have been I don't know right this is th- because that part of it is a wholly original story just for this movie whereas the other two stories are short stories by Stephen King right uh, I think from the night shift book so uh, and yes, the cat is really just there to be us it's our the cat's eye is our eye in those two stories and the third one the right. cat's eye yes. is directly involved in the product so our the first two stories is mostly the cat's butt because he's always running away <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, cat's the cat's asshole tail. yeah exactly yeah. by the way I have something I have a note here for uh, Ibit because I just thought this was hilarious because I'm sitting there listening to the movie we're watching the movie he goes sure. to that smoker party which was one of my favorite scenes in the movie everything <laughs> yeah everything smoking hallucination. it's awesome yeah uh, the, the painting was my favorite with the eyes that moved and the smoke coming out of his nostrils <laughs> Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Anyway, right then I hear this. Oh yeah, yeah. and I get excited. I'm like, oh, they're gonna have it. They're gonna play a police song, and I keep <laughs> listening, and I listen, and they're and I'm like, oh, so far so good. This party's really uh-huh. kicking off, and then this happens right here. Who the hell yeah. is that? That's not it's, them. No idea. It's, it's some, a like, really good cover, though. No, no, it's not. It's, no, it's, it's not. a garbage cover really that they is. that they basically did just to save some money by you know Whatever not using the police version. <laughs> but do you, I, how much money do you save? You still have to pay uh, when you're making a movie. Yeah, but you don't have to pay the mechanical rights to the police sure. or to oh. to A and M, which is I think who the police the label that the police were. This on is why I brought then. this up because I just look what Ibit knows. He knows things. I we know. Don't I just know. got a knowledge drop on me. Who that hurt? Knowledge. Yeah. Bomb dropped. Yeah, that was oh, performed by. Oh, it doesn't even say. It, doesn't, it, doesn't it, was, say. it was performed yeah. performed by Rando at karaoke bar. Performed, <laughs> yeah, performed exactly. by Alan King coming down the steps. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> that mouthing the lyrics. Yeah, yeah that was great. Yeah. That, I that I picked good. I picked up on it a lot earlier than Scott because that is the karaoke version of the of the song. Like you, you, right. you know, you just like, you're not hearing the police. There was just enough <laughs> going on. They pulled, there, there they was pulled an, me. Yeah, I and mean, there was enough going on that it was distracting enough where I they fooled yeah. me too. It's like, oh, that's this is that right. song, and then then they used it two other times in the movie. They yep. did, yep. right? Which tells me it, they got a deal. To the cat's eye watching you, right? Exactly. The cat, the cat's eye is watching you. The right. the uh, the troll is going to take your breath. Everybody take your take. breath. Yes. 
And uh, and then we get to all learn how record players work in the third part. <laughs> and it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I was so worried. I was like, no, don't scratch it. Don't yeah, scratch don't scratch it. it. It's funny how when you speed up a, a cover of a police song to 45 when it's a 33 yeah. and a third, it all of a sudden starts sounding like another police song. Like yeah. it sounds like something from Regatta de Blanc or uh, Outlandish Amor, one of the first albums. Yeah, Maybe yeah. it was the commentary he was making a little, uh, yeah. While we're talking about the music, you want to talk about that last song and uh, yes. Ray Stevens? Oh, yeah. And let's do talk yes, about that. Yes, the Ray Stevens songs. I saw yes. that in the credits. I'm like, that wasn't Ray Stevens. Oh, not, Ray not Stevens. the, yeah, not the, hey, they call him the streak. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. So this is, uh, this is an original song, but it wasn't written for this movie. I, oh, really? The song Cat's yeah, Eye? Yeah. It wasn't? Right. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, it was called Cat's Eye. Yeah, yeah. According to the trivia, anyway. Do you see who co-wrote the song? Yeah, with, Bruce uh, Valanche. Bruce Valanche. What? Like Oscar, <laughs> Valanche. Oscar uh, comedy writer Bruce Valanche in Center Square. Yeah, Bruce I was going to say Center Square. That's amazing. All right. Well, that's a weird. That's weird. Yeah. Very weird. Right. Especially and, the, and the singer is Ray Steve with a PH, right? It's Ray not like Stephen, Stephen, yeah. Stephen King. Stephen. Yeah. Very, very briefly right. in the village people. Right. Right. Yeah, which, who, who was he? What was he? What, yeah. uh, what uh, One, role did he play? Album. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, I don't care about Alba. I want to know the, what his outfit was. He's the, he's the phone guy, right? Isn't he like the, the telephone, the uh, telephone phone repairman? technician guy? Like the guy no. who climbs up a pole? <laughs> uh, yeah. This Ray Stevens, right? They kind of, they kind this, of all did, didn't they? Yeah, this they Ray did. Stevens, <laughs> during his one year in the Village People, was the policeman. Really? I'll okay. always remember him as Roy from the Great Space Coaster. So you guys can suck it. Is that true? That's true also? Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what to yeah. do with this info. And his name is <laughs> yeah, Ray Stevens. Exactly blew my mind. I there's, like I saw that in 20 minutes worth going down. There's nothing to do with it. Ray Stevens is a singer, a country singer who made one comedy song, and that's what he got famous oh, for. Oh, no, he did not. He made was so albums. many of those that every, the, the song Everything Was Beautiful, or Everything Is Beautiful, was the weird anomaly compared yeah, yeah. to. The streak and Mr. Jaws, like as Ahab Dr. the Arab, was that him? Was he Ahab the Rahab? No, that no, was no. Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs. Yeah, uh, no, was it a? Was that? I can't remember who did uh, Ahab the Arab, but uh, no, it was always. It was always. Oh, I'm here at the scene of such and such, and what do you have to say about that? And then it's a yeah. clip from a popular song of the day, and then right. uh, oh no, it looks like you're about to eat me. Why are you doing this? I, I'm sorry. Ahab the Arab was a it Ray, is Ray Stevens song. Yep. Oh, it okay. really was. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Ray yeah. Stevens doing his thing. I was, a, I was a little kid with a record player, and I had all this stuff. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the only reason I remember that is because I heard it on Dr. Demento when I was a kid. I remember hearing that and going, yeah. Ray Stevens went, Ahab the Arab. I'm like, this isn't going to play in about 20 years yeah. when it's <laughs> super offensive. <laughs> and I had the 45 for Guitar Zan, and it had oh, a... Yeah. Uh, a special yeah. version of the streak on the B side. God, I thought I thought his whole shtick, because Ahab the Arab and Guitar Zen weren't weren't songs where it was clips of other songs inserted into him. So I thought that was I didn't realize he did he branched out into other kinds yeah. of comedy Look music. Look at Ray Stevens with a V getting free press out of the cat's eye. Good I know, job. right? Well done. <laughs> it must have been hard though, you because you had a I mean, I don't know how big Ray Stevens really was, but He's 83 yeah, now, five, still with us, still, <laughs> still with us at home, 83, looking, yep. looking good. Doing yeah, what he and, needs. Yeah. and I'm telling you, the streak was a very strange thing to me as a small child. It's absolutely chock full of other songs that were like 
on the radio at a time that I wasn't listening to the radio. You know, like it's like yeah. from the oh, early seventies. Really? Oh God, that was I was such an AM radio kid that it was like, oh, that's no, but those that's songs are from the early seventies, and I'm like listening to the streak in the late eighties. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and so it like introduced me to a bunch of stuff that I hadn't heard, but it was it was, it was strange that way. Everything is beautiful was what oh 1970s. That's pretty old. Yeah, um, yeah. Such a weird, such a weird turn for him. Oh wow, he was only ever married to one lady. Uh, I don't know why that impresses me, but in music, <laughs> just in the, the music, one lady. Yeah, Holy shit! In the music <laughs> business, how, they name, call him the streak. Though na- name people with uh, more, you know, there's it's just rare is all. You know, you just yeah. don't hear about it yeah. very often. But anyway, I hope he's okay and he's someone's someone's bringing him his porridge this morning or whatever soft food he needs. <laughs> uh, they call me the shit. Here's one. Uh, <laughs> the police. Oh, they, actually, it said here the police song. You say you hear it in a few places. Uh, original version was too expensive. The cover was used, and I guess it was so cheap they used it three times. Uh, so we already yeah. read that. Yeah. Here we go. Louis Teague, director of Cat's Eye, also directed Cujo. Also Cujo and Christine were both films released in 1983. Uh, then this. Then the very next year, Maximum Overdrive. King was a busy boy. Yes. It was all he shit. Was a busy but, boy. Yeah. But not Teague. Teague didn't direct Maximum Overdrive. No, no, no. But the idea, all the Stephen King shit was just proof that yeah. Stephen King was having a moment. Although I think kind of a bad moment in retrospect. There, there was... It's not really good. During the whole, all of the eighties. I mean, everybody was just trying to go. It's like, they're going like, Oh my God, Stephen King has so many stories. How do we put this on film? Mm-hmm. And, and it took a really long time for them to, to really start getting this, those right. How do we put this on podcast? This is our 16th episode where Stephen right. King wrote part, at least part of the movie. <laughs> He's a busy boy. Had a lot wow, going on. He's a busy boy. I'm Which, Stephen what King. What number Christopher Walken movie is this for us? <laughs> Do we, do we, again, I don't like to count. Um, hold on. Yeah, no, I know. It's, we don't it's, even, it's hardly a Christopher Walken film because he's right. appearing in another movie that a character's okay. watching. But, yeah, it's on yeah. the screen, but I still, yeah. still, I think did he get counts. a credit in this? Yeah, he probably did. Yeah, he got a freaking credit. You got to count it. I think it's fine to count. Yeah, you have to because it's his likeness is right there. Yeah, he's there. Right he's there. doing a thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a we little meta. We still the Dead Zone, which we do need to see. We absolutely right. need to see Dead Zone. Why have we not yeah. done that? What is wrong with us? I'm going to go back, and I think Randy was saying earlier that you didn't like the practical effects. Randy, was that what you were saying? Because I got to say that I think that oh, I think I the, think the character yeah, I think design the is amazing. There, okay, there's some effects in this movie that are oh. uh, like made me scratch my head. The facial like, movements on the troll alone, right? Were, what do you think about the creature design? I think I think that was just amazing. I loved, yeah. it. I loved it. The yeah. troll was just amazing. I thought the troll was great. I thought that whole that worked way better than it should have for 1985. Yeah. I was shocked by yeah. that. And you got to remember, is, is, like, this is a year where, what, we got, like, Back to the Future. And I, yeah. the connection here is the same. Uh, it's Sylvester, uh, <laughs> score guy. They couldn't be more different. Although, in a couple right. cases, they sound a lot alike. But but they're, but they're it's all synthy here, right? Oh, God. Every time they show the cat, it's like Link is finding the Master Sword. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a freaking, he's got his own theme song. <laughs> I kind of like it. I kinda <laughs> Did you capture any of that that sound? I that did. Music? I did. I caught a piece of it because it sounded just like, oh, Marty just punched uh, what's yeah. his name and is now riding off on yeah. a skateboard or whatever. It just had that vibe to it. So they, it's clear he was working. It was working on these two things at right. the same time. Yeah, <laughs> no question. Alan Silverstree was doing stuff. And is that what we said? Yeah, yeah. Silvestri. Yeah, yeah. Silvestri. You always say that. Wrong. Same guy. Uh, yeah. Or same, yeah. Same, he was having a moment too. Did a lot of movies that's then, be, but yeah. that's be confused, Brian, with uh, Tweedy and Sylvester. 
Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Tweety Slipister. But in this one, they decided to go full synth and then Back yeah. to the Future, it's orchestrated. And I think that was the better Thank choice. It, yeah. If they, you know, if they were going to have those two things reversed, I don't think we'd love Back to the Future as much as we do. Yeah, I think you're right. I say that about Star Wars, too. I don't think Star Wars yeah. is a blip on our history without music and sound without work. Without John Williams, yeah, yeah. for sure. My my uh, favorite cameo of the film, though, had to be the uh, what you can afford when you quit smoking, which is the Cabbage Patch doll that, uh, he, <laughs> that James Wood was able to afford at this time. Right, right. Amazing. Oh, take it out of the box. That just devalued it about. He took it right bucks. in the freaking box. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? Well, and his daughter was supposed to be going to the school for exceptional children. And she's like, what's the name? And she's like, Norma, no, Norm. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> not exceptional I, and unless okay. you mean this is their first day at the school okay <laughs> right. hold on though uh by exceptional children do we mean yeah. well we don't know school? the movie didn't know either to figure out yeah we don't know that's the problem i i when i saw them hugging and hanging out i went oh they mean she's special, know, <laughs> special <laughs> in that way quotes yeah. quotes quote unquote yeah yeah but yeah. But, yeah. but maybe maybe she was just super brilliant and therefore was on this a uh, uh, scale of autism that we didn't know yeah. about in the 80s we didn't know what that meant so i don't know this movie hand waved the hell out of that yeah, yeah totally well we just need to make drew barrymore look different in each <laughs> every time you see her so <laughs> yeah. let's make her look like this yeah. uh i do have a what gross scott out the most was there was oh. there one for you scott uh there wasn't but but do tell because really? maybe, uh, maybe oh we'll really because there will be as soon as i describe this to you all right uh the cat eating the uh raw fish the mm. dead fish on the plate with and the then, parsley yeah, and, and then um, licking drew barrymore's lips oh yeah, you know what i didn't connect the two you were right that, that definitely the weirdest qualifies. creepiest setup for a thing like what is the yeah. cat gonna like french drew barrymore yeah. the cat gonna suck her heart <gasps> cats are gross man Cats are gross. They eat gross things, then they lick things, and they're gross. They're horrible. My creatures. grandmother like uh, like their buttholes. Yeah, their buttholes. Or, or quote unquote cat's eye. Yeah, yeah. yeah my, my grandmother came over once uh, to my old apartment. I had a cat named Juliet, and Juliet loved butterscotch dum dum. So anytime I went to the <laughs> bank, I would f- fish through their uh, their plant their plant. You know the uh, sir sir stop the, palming. <laughs> yeah, the, well, like uh, you know how they've got the they have, they have a, a planter that's filled with uh, dum dums at each station. Yeah. I'd find the the butterscotch, bring it home, and then I'd lick it to start the smell, and then give it to the cat. <laughs> get activated. You got activated, <laughs> so, so it smells right. Uh-huh. And then the cat would just go, you know, crazy. <laughs> Uh, my grandmother came over, and I demonstrated this for her, and, and she says, well, I hope you don't put that back in your mouth after she's licked oh, it, yeah. because oh. she goes around, and she licks her own butt, and then she licks the other cat's butt in the neighborhood, and then she licks that, and of course, immediately when she said that I had to put the thing in my mouth just <laughs> oh to- Oh, my God. Yeah, take that, right. Grandma. Oh, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> you really showed her. There's butterscotch, but there's something else, too. What is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it smells cat like butthole. Uh, cat mm. butthole of all the neighborhood cats. <laughs> yeah, or as Dunaway said, the cat's eye. That's what that's actually yeah, The cat's eye, yeah. The Do you ever wrap that back up and yeah. take it back to the bank? Wrap it back up? Just put it back. Here, <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> no. I'd like to make a deposit and then run. Just throw it in there and run. <laughs> I love that. Uh, take it, these back. <laughs> it is right, uh, right. this idea, though, that cats are out licking other cats' buttholes. Is that true? I've never even heard yeah. that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, My cats, I have I have five cats and they're always they sniffing they butts. So they're sniffing butts, but they're not licking butts. Yeah. Why Time would to they? change the subject. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I don't know what cats do in their off time. That's uh, gross. Cats are gross. Uh, here's some more uh, trivia. I don't know if you guys know this, but 10 years from this, 1995, James Woods and Alan King, who were 
squaring off yeah. in this thing would both yeah. appear in Casino together once again. Oh, and it oh, made wow. me wonder, did they get there, you know, day one and go, hey, remember that weird smoking piece of shit we made? Do you think that happened? <laughs> right. Yeah. That conversation? If you start smoking it yet? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> and they just laugh about it. That cat, right? Was that something or what? <laughs> I'm sure they did. <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah, I knew what we did to that cat. Okay, <laughs> more, I, I got more questions, though, about James Woods. He kept okay. tapping cigarettes in a way that I don't understand now. I, uh, oh, yeah, I will fully admit talking, that yeah, I am, yeah. and I don't mean the pack, okay, because it was when you would take oh. the cigarettes out of the yeah, pack. Individual, yeah. You would do this, you would do this with an individual cigarette. So, so this is my question. As someone who has never smoked in his entire life, I don't know what that is. What are you tapping? What is happening when you do that? Okay, so the tobacco, you understand, is little tiny bits of loose leaves. Yeah. And it's inside a rolled piece of paper. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And so if you hold the thing uh, filter down and tap that filter on your hand or on the table or whatever, that tobacco will pack itself a little bit. And so it'll leave a space at the end of the roll where you're going to light the paper. But you're not. You're. you're oh, but you're not lighting down. the stuff on some, fire. Some directly. settling may have occurred, essentially, when right? You, when you do that tapping and you pack it down, it burns slower. The gotcha. whole thing lasts longer. Okay, because I've never yeah. seen it before. At least I don't think I have. I probably haven't just didn't register. But he kept doing it. It was oh, impossible wow. for me not to notice it, especially the one he fished out of his glove box and was I like, hiding. And he's just yeah. like tap 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 tap. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, what is? That? I lived with two smokers. Any of the four of us ever smoked a cigarette? I, oh yeah, I smoked never one. Yes, uh, uh, developed a inhale. habit. <laughs> Did you inhale, bro? No, I've, I've smoked <laughs> a cigarette or two, but never like I've never smoked a pack or bought any. It was more like, oh yeah, I guess I'll try that. My, one. For me, yes. it was all secondhand. You know, trips to Vegas. Yeah. Never had a right. Never had one in my mouth. <laughs> felt like I some of those trips to Vegas. I felt like I smoked. A <laughs> yeah. cigarette. I'm pretty sure there's a quantifiable number of cigarettes I have smoked by just right. being in right. Vegas right. over time. But it's and way Randy worse. Sounds like you. You smoked for a while. Yeah, by this past November, I hit 20 years uh, uh, completely tobacco free. Oh, you, you joined um, the plan. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I. Uh, we didn't have yeah. to get uh, Sam Jane to like yeah, dance yeah. on a uh, electrified <laughs> grid. I haven't <laughs> seen her finger uh, though. Hmm. And you know, I was I was a pretty bad smoker uh, when I was in my mid 20s. You were just bad at it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you light the, light the <laughs> wrong hand or? <laughs> Uh, it was just, you know, a lot of peer pressure and, and I, and I, I mean that really sincerely. Like if you, if you're uh, young and you go to work at a, at a place where everybody's smoking and they're all oh, taking a smoke break, you know, you yeah. just, yeah. If you work at a restaurant, do you, you I mean, what's the, everybody's going on smoke break. Cause I want to go on smoke break. It's, I want to go. It's amazing how many chefs and cooks are smokers and yeah. you know, you see it on uh yes, I do watch hell's kitchen, but they're always off in the, in the dorms between dinner service, like chain smoking and yeah that stuff is the only destroys your taste buds your everything it's the only excuse that you can use while working at a restaurant that they're like yeah go ahead go ahead and take take a break break to like yeah yeah, go ahead and take a break to get out wow that's interesting i'm here to tell you quitting smoking was the best thing i ever did for myself in my life you Mm. you cannot if you're a smoker you cannot have more benefits than you will if you quit smoking Having said that, I immediately gained 50 pounds and I've never gotten rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about Did you ever think about just having those patches full time? Just because those pair. No, oh, hell no. No, yeah. absolutely not. My yeah. method was to hate tobacco and nicotine, like to hate it. Like oh. all, all in one day in my life, I decided I I find this despicable and I will not have anything. Was to do this with first it. segment so of the film? Did you spread out all your cigarettes on the top of a desk and go? 
<laughs> oh yeah, go, go all Alan King on it. Yeah, pound him. Yeah, that's good. Such a, that was such a great stupid moment. It was really <laughs> stupid. I, but did you? Not- but did this as a smoker? And I mean this sincerely. A, a segment like the first part of this movie, or any movie where a lot of smoking happens, does it? Does that bug you at all, or does it make you? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Make you I don't like it, going or? to casinos in Las Vegas uh, yeah. because of it. Like, and the thing is, my uh, my entire like life smoking as a smoker started when I was twenty one, and on my twenty first birthday, my brother took me to Las Vegas to celebrate my twenty first birthday. And then for years, I go I went to Vegas every chance I got. Every two months, I'm going to Vegas, and I loved it. And then I quit smoking one day, and then, oh. Damn, casinos are terrible. Yeah, right? like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. some of them are better now. You can go; they pipe so much vanilla air now through them that some of them are so bad. Yeah, I know. The Bellagio started doing that uh, around the time that I quit smoking. They started like really pumping in the, and they were uh, you know connected by a tram at the time to the Monte Carlo, which started immediately pumping some other like oatmeal smell. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. seriously, and it was like, oh, I kind of like this. Yeah, this I could do yeah. this. Yeah, I like that too, actually. As a, you know, I'm, yeah, I don't I do have too. any kind of connection to smoking but i prefer like the cosmo just always smells so nice i like being the aria is my my go-to and they even had sticks like you could buy yeah. that had the uh uh the, the smell oh you, you take, take it home, home. with you yeah Can I, oh, no i want to connect cool. i want to connect another part of this movie to me as a smoker okay mm, i oh, can actually cool. do that please please um, do during the time that i was a smoker i liked driving around and smoking in the car and I drove a 1977 E21 BMW. Okay. And uh, it, this uh, James Woods is driving an E21 BMW in this movie. Nice. I don't know what year it was, but it's. I just kept seeing him, and I it's like brought me back mm, to that right. you know that time. And I'll bet you that car is still on the road. Though that was a bullet-proof car, mm. like. That those E twenty ones, I I man, you could yeah, but they all they all smell like smoke. So yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. By the way, I think I found an old clip of Randy uh, right before he quit. Here it is, right here. What's your name, please? I'm Mary. What is going through your mind? And I used to be a smoke. Good lord, you were in. <laughs> Why? You, why was why was Kermit? I don't know. A, a, I don't even know where I. I don't Street even know where show. I found that. Honestly, I don't know where I got <laughs> it. I have no idea. <laughs> Isn't that great though? I forgot. I forgot the Kermit part was even in there, but I thought it was just I'm Barry and I used to be a smoke. I used to smoke, and now I talk through this. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad you quit, Randy. That's good. Oh yeah, and yeah. I'm coming up on 21 years. That's fantastic. Good job. Nicely done. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, uh, 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 nope. Can't find any new. Uh, oh. Yep. <laughs> uh, yep. I can't. You know what? Oh. Can you train? Okay, here's my question. This is actually a question that goes beyond the film, obviously. But can you train a cat? Oh, oh yeah, yes. for sure. Can you? Yeah. Like you can, yeah, you can, can traumatize a cat. I feel like that? they don't give a shit. Know, like yes, they like the the only reason that they're so they take so quickly to uh, litter boxes is because they're naturally inclined to have this you know this separate place to go and to bury it and to do their thing and it's just so you're easy saying for we've them. been fooling ourselves we've been fooling I feel, I feel like we've been fooling ourselves i feel like you can't right. train you, if you have a cat that likes treats you can totally train that cat yeah, to do yeah, stuff agreed like you can teach it to use a toilet like in flush i, I wouldn't but yeah you totally can i kind of yeah, want yeah. to why wouldn't i uh, yeah, yeah. I know. that seems no, good I, why? what i really enjoyed was the scene where the cat is hunkered down in the middle of a busy street because oh, all you got to do is put the cat in a really tall glass box, yeah, right? Yeah, 
Right. And then it's it's perfectly safe and you can drive cars past it and running really close. Yeah. But I, I like that scene just like, oh, that's a good cat right there. Yeah. Just you know, yeah, just this just cars flying by and it's just sitting there. A quality cat. Yeah. The quality cat. Also when uh, there's uh, eyes. Yeah, go I got a I got a, a trope out of that. Oh, you uh, did, did you? I want to Hold on. Let me push that. <laughs> it's stupid camouflage. If someone is standing in your closet in some gum boots, uh they're not hiding behind some coats on curtains <laughs> on, on, on racks. Like that is, that yeah. is ridiculous that you, yeah. if someone is standing in your closet, you can see the whole person, not right. just, not just some of the person, the whole person. Also, why don't I you was, poke in there, poke in there, yeah. you know, imagine if he had taken that umbrella and yeah. just shoved it as hard as he could right down the middle. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, I just sneezed half my face off. You guys didn't oh, hear it because okay. I muted, but yeah. Face oh. off. You ever you ever sneeze so hard? It I don't know. When you're done, you feel like, okay, hold still for a second, make sure nothing fell off or blew, blew out. <laughs> Do I still have a nose? I'm still here. Okay. I just had that moment. That was weird. But I was I hit the thing, so you, you, you didn't it's get like, exposed to it. Yeah, yeah. I was, did not even have any idea. Well, good. Mm. This is this is made fun of in the in scary movie, right? The the parody of Scream. Yeah. Right, right. In scary movie, the there's a moment where the ghost face killer hides behind a curtain, yeah. <laughs> and you can yeah. see his hook, the, yeah. the whole hook poking out, and like you realize, oh, I could actually see the whole guy. <laughs> this Somebody is not a, a good place read, to hide. Some, read somewhere that thing's getting a reboot too. Um, yeah. If that's true, I mean, well, no, because oh, really? Scream's already having its moment, right? It's yeah, having moment. new ones, right, right. And so there was some talk scary that the scary movie. movies might reboot to in its shadow and. You know, follow up on new scream. I don't know if they're going to do that. Right. Seems like a bad. Why not? I mean, why not? I, w- I want it. How about that? Okay. All right. No. Look, if you want it, there's a market. All right. I don't yeah. think I ever saw anything past the first one. So maybe that's another thing I need to watch. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I don't know if they're any good. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen also, anything past Scream One as far as Scream movies go. Really? You only seen the first? Oh, I thought you meant. Oh, I thought awesome. you meant scary movies. Really? So, Both yeah. of you? That's awesome. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was talking Scream. I, I did I even see scary movie? I haven't. I never have. No, I don't think I've seen any of the scary. Well, movies. if we've only done one scream, well, I'm, I'm Halloween's almost over. Not that we're exclusive to this, but we should, yeah, all, we, we should could, think about we the watch scream scary in November or December. Or, and like, yeah. what's the scream movie to see? Is it, is it just the first one? Is yeah. I feel like I, I like to the first one. Mm. Is it easy to sack? You think because it's, yes. it's not necessarily a parody, but it's so self-referential that, but it's, it gets self-referential in the second film. The first okay. film is just a straight up horror movie. Yeah. Okay. That's my memory of it. And then and we're back to Drew Barrymore getting killed in the beginning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And she's out of her drugs by then, I think. I think she yeah. was done that. I, I want to see out. Scream. I think Scream 2 is She, a, is she ran plumb out fun. of her drugs. Yeah. Great. Wait a minute. Now that I think about it, is this only 10 years after, for her, this is 10 years after this role. Right. Scream, she's right? on the screen. That's right. weird. Oh, wow. No kidding. That's weird to think of. She it, done right. grew up. Yeah, she done grew up. All right. Uh, has the, that, speaking of her, has the phrase sugar on top ever worked for any parent ever? Has anyone ever said to their parent, please, mom, with sugar on top, and then they cave? No, it doesn't work. followed me home. Bullshit. <laughs> Wait, is Frank Welker in here? Yeah, yes. that's yes. very Frank Welker. We better play his clip. No more Optimus Prime. All right. Well done, Frank Welker. Uh, you guys are in the mood for clips from the film? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. All right. going to be some good ones. Let's do it. I got a bunch here. Let's start with this very, very 80s music intro, or very early in the film, not an intro, but uh, when Cujo's out, here you go. 
feel like every one of okay. these 80s horror do, do, movies do, 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 do. had that. Okay, but you just played music from an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie like Commando, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, like I did I not, it. but it may as well have been. Here's some more of that. I hate it. It's like, I that's love the sound. It. That is exactly what, you know, not exactly, but it reminded me of Link getting the Master Sword or some, yeah, some video yeah. game like uh, accomplishment. Yeah, like so I just yeah. beat seventh guest on my MIDI card. Uh, <laughs> right, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Oh my God, nice pull. <laughs> Man, that's rotten. All right. Um, this is, that's what Jim Jones said, is what I wrote. It's going to turn your life around, Dick. I guarantee it. That's what Jim Jones said when he spiked the punch. Yeah, yeah. Nice reference. Yeah, Timely. Yeah. Timely. Uh, here's a weird sound the guy in the waiting room makes. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> what <laughs> was that? <laughs> crying and stopping. Cry. Like, yeah, when yeah, he first yeah. looked at him, he looked up at James Woods and then put <laughs> his hands in his face and went, <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of the Alex Jones crying clip. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, which I, oh, that guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's this this week too. We've yeah. gotten even more of it. Like a if you billion seen dollar the new crying. Clip, oh yeah, this is gonna be brand new. One billion yeah. dollar crying clip. <laughs> like, They're gonna have to find all the money. Streaming his show as the verdicts were coming down for what he needed to pay. Yeah, uh-huh. he was live on the internet, and it was incredible. I'm, yeah. I'm encouraging you. To oh, see it's great. It's great. And he sucks, and he needs to pay everything. He, I don't think he has a billion dollars, but whatever he has, he needs to be freaking pouring in a shithole for the rest of his life uh here's um oh does a bear what does a bear do does a bear shit in the woods <laughs> yeah james wood the bear shit <laughs> all right so this is pg-13 yep. and uh i'm gonna say that word later in the show i can't oh, i good. can't watch this with my 12 year old though we started yeah uh we started and about halfway through the first part uh he was just too incredulous to enjoy the movie. Incredulous, like, what do you mean? Like, uh, this is so stupid. Uh-oh. I, no one would do that. Yeah. You know, like, and, and yeah. I'm, I mean, I agree with you, but that's, uh, horror movies are supposed to be check your brain at the door. And apparently there's an age before which you can do that. Yeah. That's true. I mean, look, he's a smart kid and he knows what's done. He is. Oh, yeah. he's a very smart kid. Very smart kid. <laughs> uh, all right. The hand, what? Something about wrists. At no time does my hand leave my wrist. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't remember what that was about. That was a magic trick. He's yeah. about to like show James Woods the dancing yeah. cat, and uh, yeah. oh, he had, his little, he had his little remote control, and he was open it. In- I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. there's right. no way you built that room up to code. Yeah, well, the one one city inspector, and that thing's gone. Oh, that was definitely some payoff there, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Yeah. What do you tell? What do you say? Uh, no, this is for uh, popcorn. I put pop raw popcorn yeah. kernels in here and make popcorn. Yeah. Um, and then I'm sure he'll get all signed off and we're all good to go. All right, check this out. This is some audio from uh, this is from high school when Ibit was going to prom. All right. I know it's okay. weird. I've never right. talked about this before. But here's the weird thing. This is not the girl. This is not you. This is what the dad said, her dad, when he heard that you guys may have, uh, you know, gotten a little hanky to the panky. Okay. Hmm. So here's what he said. Therefore, I would have no choice. But to kill the son of a bitch. Jeez. dark. I thought he was going to make me get out on a ledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Here, Here's here. my daughter's head. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the uh, the left boob uh, comment that we've been talking about. Here you go. Using your left tip for a coaster. 
Wow, that's great. Yeah, I mean, it's what you do. <laughs> yeah. It's great. And then you point your left hit north. Yep, point them north. <laughs> yeah. And get the hell out of Dodge, as they say. Here's one about getting ice cream. Cindy, I'm trying to get some ice cream here. Okay. 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 Get some ice cream. Yeah. He was still a good 15 years, you know, 12 years away from the best role he ever did uh, in, uh, uh, what was it called? Hercules, the cartoon. He was very good in that. Oh, yeah. He was I will give him credit for that. His Hades All right, what's is le- amazing. What's legit James Wood's best role? That one. That's it. Nothing else. Uh, okay. I'm asking the others then. <laughs> what is- you name? Go ahead. Go for it. I bet you can't find one. It's as good one, as that. The one that... that- uh, struck me the most. And I can't remember the the name of the film. Was the one he did with Sean Young, where he cheats on his wife with Sean Young, and she then goes and terrorizes him. Oh no, that was real life. Never mind. <laughs> that was yeah. real life. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't I've, I've also never heard of that. I didn't uh, see yeah, that coming. That's great. It really was. There really was a movie where the two of them hook up, and then they hooked up in real life. And then he cut her off, and then she stalked like, him and was, stalked yeah. him and, and uh, required a cease and desist. But it really was that movie that I was like, oh, yeah, that was really good. I remember that movie, but what the hell was it? Yeah. But <laughs> no, you're not. You, turn, what I, what I thought you were joke. talking about was the Kevin Costner one she was in, where that kind of happens in that movie. Um, what was that? No Way Out or something? Oh, yeah. Uh, it was No Way Out. Yeah, Gene Hackman, but uh, he wasn't. Was James Woods was like, not in it, though. So I don't know what they're, but you're right. It's James Woods and her had this and thing. Sean Young had this thing and it was a movie where he sued her and it was all big. Yeah. Things. Uh, let's see. Oh, I forgot about uh Videodrome with, uh, uh, Debbie Harry and wax on boobs. Oh, that's, um, a Cronenberg deal, right? Cronenberg. I think we watched it here. Didn't we as well? I don't think so. I think all we've done is existence for him. I could be wrong. Okay. I don't remember exactly. I'll let, let's re- the rest of you come up with your, uh, while I look for the name of the movie with. <laughs> let's see. Sean Young. Um, oh, I always forget. Way? I always forget James Woods was born about 40 minutes north of me in Tooele. Oh, wow. That's oh, yeah. And he's apparently retired to somewhere in northeast Utah. Yeah. He, like, has some property and I don't know where. Yeah. And he just he just tweets all day. That's, that's his job now. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. I can't find the one they were in together. It was after Blade Runner. Right. Um, which is Sean Young's, you know, it's the one most of us think of, I guess. Um, yeah. I can't freaking find it. The no I know, way, I know. the no way out with Costner. Was, oh, I forgot he was in the getaway with, uh, uh, Kim Basinger and, uh, Alec Baldwin. That was, he was a dick in that thing. If I remember correctly, Michael Madsen, <laughs> Jennifer Tilly. That was a great, yeah. I mean, it was a piece of crap, but it was it. It would be a great uh, film sack piece of crap. Yeah, yeah, I'd watch that. Well, James Woods is a real dick in this film, so yeah, he is. Like, he's kind of a dick in all his movies. <laughs> I'm telling you, Hades. That's the best one. Yeah, Can't right. find a better one. I'm sure I'm they're looking, there somewhere. I'll find, someday, someday I'll find it. Won't be today. All right, someday you'll find it. <laughs> uh, moving on to this clip. This is what is this? This is Norma Jean. Norma Jean. Jean. Huh? Huh? Oh, there it is. Got some quotes around those exceptional. (laughs) Exceptional. Uh, We haven't covered spelling yet. Yeah. (laughs) Here's some more swears. It takes a son of a bitch to beat the habit. People who are unable to turn into sons of bitches on their own behalf come to us. We give them what they need. Believe me, we do. 
That's that's some hey, hey, Alan King. That's what we do. Hey, I'm in the Catskills doing jokes. <laughs> uh, um, the movie, by the way, that I was trying to remember was The Boost, and it uh, oh, they were boost. they were a cocaine addicted couple that have all these problems, and then uh, and then he afterwards sued Young for two million, accusing her of being a scorned, fatal attraction type ex lover. Yeah, he was and okay. notoriously left a disfigured doll on his doorstep. Sean Young did. Yeah, yeah. She's she 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 is known for being a little wackadoo. Yeah, she looks fine now. She looks like she's chilled out, but. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, and he's a dork, so whatever. They all suck. Uh, here's a <laughs> here's a wife. I don't know what this is. Something about a wife. You'd be down at my office watching your wife hop around in the little room. The little room. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when, when mobsters make things sound cute. Yep, hopping uh, around in the little room. Uh, if you ask me, what actually scared me in this movie? It was this. <laughs> That's, that scared He's me. Really? Yeah, King always has a good uh, yeah air horn in his movies. Yeah. I mean, King, King really doesn't have much to do with this movie, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the jump scares that come from just a sound. Are- yeah, that was it. That one actually got me because I had headphones on. Uh, where's my wife, you turd? Where's my wife, you turd? Yeah, that's a good one. Wow. Oh, PG-13, hold up. Whoa, yeah. turd. I Jeez. know. Right? Oh, it gets worse. Listen to this thug guy. Oh, fiddly sticks. Oh, fiddly sticks. Oh, yeah, I loved it when he said that. I heard that. I was like, oh, fiddly sticks. What yeah. do you like in the, uh, it sounds like something out of Frosty the Snowman or something. Oh, fiddly sticks. And I don't think he's oh, an boy. actor, dude. Just listen to the way he says it. Oh, fiddly sticks. That's just some dude. That. That's hilarious, though. <laughs> At some point, uh, Alan King also yells, uh, yells, calls him a hemorrhoid. Oh, really? Uh, okay. A hemorrhoid? Or hem- does he say hemorrhoid with an A? Like, <laughs> hemorrhoid. Hemorrhoid. Like oh, here the, it is right here. Is like, I got it right here. Let's play it. Forget the cat, you hemorrhoid. Hemorrhoid. <laughs> hemorrhoid. Hemorrhoid. Yeah. Boy, the PG-13. Drops just, a syllable or two. Yeah, yeah. He likes just straight to hem and then roid. All right, here we got James Wood laugh. <laughs> All right, that's fun. <laughs> Was he Eddie Murphy? What's happening there? <laughs> <laughs> I got most of my good audio from that first segment, to be honest. The rest of it kind of peters out. But uh, here's a yeah. do whatever you want clip. No, no. I can do anything I want. You say you don't say a word. Go ahead. Yeah. You got it. Watch. Anybody can do anything they want. Watch, watch me. I'm watching. It's when they're betting on the cat. Watch it. Oh, so yeah. I thought that's Vegas. That's Atlantic City. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because that's I couldn't figure out why that Caesars looks so weird, and I guess that's Caesars Atlantic City. <laughs> and it said Atlantic City, uh, New Jersey, on the screen. Oh, it, it did. It I missed that. Okay. Screen. Yeah. Uh, pigs. Something about pigs. Pigs don't eat it because they don't know how. Oh, that's uh, Mike Starr. Uh, the great Danny Aiello. Oh yeah, Danny Danny Aiello yeah. doing his greatest work as Mike Starr. <laughs> Here's uh scared. <laughs> He's scared. Right. Yeah. Anybody else uh, want some scrutiny on the ledge with the plants on it? Uh, yes. Well, that was fun. There's a window behind it. I, I was worried. I was we'll give curious about it. Who puts plants out there? Why would you do that? Somebody wants them to fall on, on somebody's yeah. head and kill them? Yeah. yeah. Would you have That's a hose ridiculous. up there? Would you have a hose like that? A big power hose like that guy had? Oh, he just, he just pulled. Yeah. yeah, just pulled out the. the, the uh, buildings have that sometimes. Do they? they? Have, uh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, so you don't have to drag a hose up there when you need it. You just have yeah. a fire hose on the roof that hey, makes sense you know what i want to do if i ever get someone ever breaks in right does a home invasion and i'm there and i'm got a gun pointed to me i want to be on the ground going please don't shoot me but slowly flip through the pages of a penthouse on my <laughs> and laugh about it yeah <laughs> Ooh, look at that. and i don't know we brought that up earlier but what a weird thing what a weird thing right to do. the trivia by the way is that the short story or, or something that was uh 
like in addition to being in Night Shift, that short story also appeared in that specific issue of Penthouse. Interesting. Oh, okay. I so, wonder if I wonder well, if he flits past it. That would be. I would love to see that. Uh, yeah, he like, barely gets past the first page. Yeah, he's which, on like an yeah. absolute also vodka keeps ad. PG thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like an absolute vodka ad. Is all I could see. Yeah, and then that's not. It'd be sexy. hard to shoot somebody when they're doing that. Oh, you want to shoot me while I'm flipping through a penthouse? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. You do. I uh, bet you don't, because what happens if I'm? <laughs> what if I can't flip page? anymore? You won't get yeah. the stuff. You yeah. won't get the stuff. Magazine is the July 1976 of Penthouse, which featured the short story on which the segment was based. Oh really? wow. But 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 what a way to wedge it in! I'm nervous. I'm scared. I'm going to die. I'm going to flip through this magazine while I'm here. Like <laughs> that's a real Ooh. weird, really weird way to do that. It's right. the articles. I'm reading them for the articles. Here are some uh, some gremlin sounds. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad you didn't right. use that for my uh, prom <laughs> audio date. Coming out of the back seat of the car, your date, your, your <laughs> right. guy driving the car is like, I better record this. All right, here's uh, Ma- this mom was weird, I wrote. Amanda, don't touch that cat. It could bite you. It could bite you. It could bite you. Bite you. <laughs> She's kind of famous, though, right? I think. She's Is she, a- she, sure, she sure looked familiar, and then I looked up to see what, she, what else she'd yeah, been I think in. That's what, wasn't, yeah, that's what I had, too. I was like, she, she feels like, she looks like somebody else I couldn't figure it out. Look she looks Candy like, Clark, right? uh, yes, Candy Clark, and she looks like the... Um, like the the mom on Home Improvement or one of those shows, she does really good. She plays a good mom here, I think. So yeah, yeah. Um, she, we've seen yeah. her in Blue Thunder. She was Kate in that. She had the main yeah. lady in that. Did we? Yeah. Oh, she was in Simon and Simon. She was Cotton. Yeah, <laughs> she, she's uh, she stayed busy. She's in all sorts of stuff still. Couple episodes of the new Twin Peaks. Oh, and, she was uh, in Amityville 3D. I bet that's where I know her from. Yeah. Wow, you watch that movie a lot. Oh yeah. yeah. Almost so I went blind. She's in all she's a busy she's been working since seventy two nonstop. Yeah. Well done, Candy Clark. Uh her de- her husband is also a guy we know, but I forgot where he's from. Uh the guy that played she her husband. Star Crash? Was she just a voice? Um Didn't we watch Star Crash here? Did we watch that here? No. Did we watch Star Crash? No. Star Crash. Yeah, I'm sure yes, we did. Yes, that sounds saw, really familiar. Yes. Did, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no, we did. You're right. I always get that mixed up with Snow Crash, which is a book and not a movie. Yet. Mm-hmm. It probably will be one day. Let's sack Snow Crash. That'd yeah, be let's fun. stack the movie, the book Snow Crash. Every, everyone spend the next year reading that book. Uh, <laughs> we're going to stack it. Here's what's cool. The guy that played the husband, Hugh, um, in the final segment, uh-huh. he was one of the humans that died on Planet of the Apes when they crash-landed. Oh. Yeah. Is that cool? That's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. And he's a busy guy too. He's working, getting shit done. Getting the shit done. Well, as long as we're talking about uh, tertiary characters, we might as well talk about uh, what's his name? Da- Daniel Rogers from Troll. Oh, hold on one second. Uh, Candy Clark auditioned for the role of Princess Leia Organa in Star oh. Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. That means her and Harrison Ford would have gotten it on. Yeah, she was also in American Graffiti. It's probably where she hooked up. Yeah, it's probably where she. That's where she got her success. Yeah, who's from Troll? Who's from? uh, What'd you say? From Troll Two? Oh yeah, yeah. We just well, you know, Daniel Rogers played. uh, He was he played the troll, but he's been in something. But Bill Hitchcock was in this terrible uh, movie. Do you remember the Mutilator series? The Mutilator. No, no, no. Sounds good though. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible horror. It's terrible horror shit, but I love it. Yeah, Yeah, I like terrible horror shit. Uh, here's Polly and her big pecker. Certainly never realized that Polly had such a big pecker. Oh, Hugh, you jokester. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh big pecker. Oh, it's PG 13. 
All right, big pecker. Big pecker. All right, here's a <laughs> final final clip. Uh, let's see, what is this? Here is when. Oh, here's where you can feel him doing music for Back to the Future. Okay, here's that clip. So this sounded like Back to the Future. Yeah. It's just a little bit there. It's just like a taste. Yeah. So it sounded very much like Final Fantasy VII on the PS1. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're not wrong about that. Yeah. There was a video game quality to all of it. But now, this. Uh, the film sack checklist this week. Uh, we start with ankle peckers. Check. Speaking of peckers. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Uh, fat- God, doesn't that hurt, though? I think everybody can relate. You can. That's one of those visual pains you can go, oh. That hurts. That little bit of bleeding Mm -hmm. was coming out of his foot from Mm -hmm. all the pecking. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Next up, fat Vegas guy died in the most horny way possible. (laughs) Get it? Get it? see what you did there. Yeah. Uh, Finally, the gigantic sets used for the goblin work surprisingly well. Check. I really like those. Uh, Star Trek Connections. I confused goblin and troll. I like that. Yeah, I like that as well. None of of it's right, though. This is like a this is like a gnome. This is not yeah yeah he's like uh, any of those words. No, uh, he gets dressed. Fits. He gets dressed. He was wearing like a little jester yes. outfit and shit. So yeah. they're more what they're the more hell? sentient than a little goblin, right? What the hell is it? I, don't I know. need a better word to describe know. this it's thing. That, it's a wall troll. They they're, could be different I'm gonna, sizes. I'm gonna <laughs> look through my monster compendium until I find something that accurately <laughs> describes this little thing. Yeah, find out what his DC is and let's let's go go to town. All right. Uh. Uh, let's see where we're, oh Star Trek great uh, Star Trek sorry Star Trek, Star Trek connections grade, I, I have to think Reb Horn or somebody was in Star Trek right we got somebody yeah we only have one um it's Mike Starr who is not Danny Aiello uh in this one Mike Starr played Ducky you know he's a scary henchman in the top of this building in Atlantic City yeah. in Deep Space Nine uh there was an episode called Bada Bing Bada Bang ah um Type that, fast. That is one of like the most notorious episodes of Deep Space Nine. Yeah, it's a it's about um, the Hollow Suite has a programming glitch. Yeah, and uh, all these all these Deep Space Nine folks go into Vic's you know casino or whatever it is, and they try to they try to overcome the mobsters that are taking over in there. I thought that was a TNG thing. Maybe they did one similar. They would did oh no that's the I, one where they know. found Deep, the book. Deep Space Nine had a lot of casino in the Hollow Suite. Yeah, and this was the most like the whole episode is in there, and uh, Mike Starr played one of the mobsters. He was Tony Cece in that movie or show. Tony yeah. Cece. I I think I think it's really really interesting that Deep Space Nine kind of went for it in in that, in this way. Like it it accept Deep Space Nine accepts its fate. Mm. It is a Star Trek TV show. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's times when Deep Space Nine tries to be more than that, and they do it pretty well. Yeah. But in at times like this, you know, Danny, I, I'm sorry, Mike Starr. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Starr is just a, he's a mobster in a holodeck program. Yeah. You're not wrong. Uh, Mike Starr also very good in Ed Wood. If you're looking for another good performance oh. out of that guy. Anyway, uh, well, there's your Star Trek connections. I'm going to give the soundtrack a grade. That grade I'm going to give it is an S for synthy. It's very synthy. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's you know gets it done. Whatever. It's the eighties. You do what you do. I All enjoyed right. it, and I think I like Alan Silvestri, but Alan Silvestri is a bit hit and miss, and this is maybe closer to miss. I think. 
I keep calling him Mark Silvestri, the artist who worked on all the Top Cow stuff, and I just keep doing right, that. yeah. I don't know why. That guy's good. He is good. Um, that guy's amazing. Like when I think about Alan Silvestri as a as a film composer, right? You know, like you think of like Forrest Gump. What a score! The themes are memorable, right? The whole thing. Um, but he also like you want. He wasn't necessary for this. Anybody who can play a keyboard yeah. was necessary for this. Yeah. Exactly. Um, moving on to the uh, the uh, the Twitter post. Yeah, that. Oh no. Yeah, that's what we do. Gosh dang, I'm out of it. <laughs> the Twitter post. It's where you guys sum this thing up in 280 characters or less. And I think this week we'll just change things up and start with Randy. That's I. Scared people are scared because they're put in scary situations like fear of electrocution or fear of falling. But then they make out just fine because there's a cat. This tweet brought to you by your local cat rescue, where you can rescue a cat who will then later rescue you. Aww. Aww. That is nice. Aww. That was a heartwarming tweet. That's right. Yeah. We'll see if Dunaway can ruin it. Brian Dunaway, it's your turn. <laughs> totally. Never look directly into the cat's eye, 1985, while throwing away a perfectly good dead bird. I can have meow. Hashtag, you about to have a let tit for a coaster. <laughs> <laughs> that thing just keeps coming up. It does. Yeah. That that mom was throwing away that dead bird, and that poor cat's like, I'm 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 here, I'm starving. Don't throw it away. Yeah, exactly. I didn't write about this movie. The goat, the goat and tuna. The goat, and goat tuna. And tuna. Oh, goat we didn't tuna? even talk about that. Yeah. No, that's so weird. Took a picture of that because I just like goat and tuna. What the frick? Yeah, tuna. Okay. Uh, it's uh, yeah. They hated birds in this movie. That's the takeaway. Hey, Brian, Ebbett, it's Birds. your turn. <laughs> Cat's Eye. That'll teach me to watch this movie in bed. I miss so much of it because my wife's arm was on my face. <laughs> I love, yeah. That's not cuddling. Nope. No, it is not. No, that's greasy James Wood face on your arm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Take it off. You don't want it there. All right. It's time now for these alternative titles. Just handed to me. This was almost called The Smoker, The Joker, and The Third Bird Choker. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's pretty uh, good. That's pretty good. So there's that. Then I got uh, ET2, the space goblin wants Tom Green's ex-wife's breath. All right, moving oh. on. <laughs> it's a little long. Oh. It's a little long. You don't want to go full length if you can help it. You want to shorten things yeah. out. That was that was quote unquote exceptional. Yeah, Scott. very exceptional. Let's get to yeah. this email. We got two of them this week. These are emails sent by you uh, from filmsack at gmail.com. And uh, we got one from Pete from Austin who says, Eddie Murphy in Star Trek is a subject. Hello, film sack, oh. film sack of crackerinos. Yeah. Kind of yeah. hard to read. Wow. Cool. Uh, love your most recent episode of The Haunted Mansion. I felt like an idiot because I never put two and two together that Wallace Shawn was the voice behind the Grand Nagus. In my defense, mm. I was watching DS9 when I was in middle school, pre-cinephile days. Well, we understand. Uh, it says, however, I did a little, uh, did die a little inside when you guys mentioned that Eddie Murphy could have been in Star Trek as a throwaway line. In fact, Eddie Murphy was very close to being in Star Trek Five. Sorry, uh, for the Voyage Home, uh, there was a character written for him in one of the first drafts. He would have been an a uh, astrophysicist, astrophysicist. Can't read. Who, who suspected Kirk and Spock of being otherworldly? Uh, it would have been one of the greatest Star Trek connections of all time. Keep up the great work. If I've said before. Uh, but you should sack 1995 Screamers, starring Peter. Oh Weller. yes, yeah. Uh, should. We should, and also that I had no idea about that A. Murphy thing. I had no idea. That's uh, crazy. No, me neither. That was the height of his deals. '84, I think. '85. Remember that movie? And who was the Who was the comedian we ended up with? Uh, did we get one? I know we got a lady think, in, around the same. Oh. Um, it was in TNG. There's a comedian that uh, Sam Kinison. 
oh. that teaches data how to tell jokes. No, that's Joe Piscopo. Oh, Joe Piscopo, yeah. Piscopo oh, that's it. right. Yeah, Piscopo taught him stand-up. I, I totally forgot about that. I felt like saying data. Keep keep flipping. Keep going. Yeah, right. Keep keep going. Keep, right. Exactly. Look at uh, follow Joe Piscopo's path after uh, <laughs> Saturday Night Live. Yeah. You have the full history. You don't need Piscopo up yeah. there. I guess he wasn't playing himself, but whatever. Yeah. Right. Christopher Lee deserved better, says Dylan. Uh, SBBNR. I'm listening to your episode about the torture chamber of Dr. Sadism, and Scott starts talking mm-hmm. about Christopher Lee's w, uh, World War II military record. I can't believe he didn't mention that Christopher Lee was friends with Ian Fleming and that he was the real-life inspiration for James Bond based on his service in the RAF intelligence branch. And yes, he did initially volunteer to fight the Finnish army to, or fight for the Finnish army in World War II. Lee, Lee also went on to play Scaramanga in The Man with the Golden Gun. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, since he showed all three of his nipples, does that make him a Bond girl too? He says. Uh, Lee <laughs> Lee was also the only person on the set of Lord of the Rings who had actually met J.R.R. Tolkien in person. Dude got around. Use the yeah, glaive, yeah. Dylan. Well, wow. um, nice, nice glaive reference. Nice, uh, I like that. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that, and that's awesome. And I didn't know that that uh, he was the the inspiration for James Bond. That's insane for to me to hear that. Yeah. I, I mean, why would that seems crazy? I need some verification on that one. That seems nuts. But maybe you know what am I? <laughs> all maybe. I can do is believe you. Send us an email. All I can do is believe what you say. All right. Right. Also, use the glaive. Uh, that's it for your emails. Uh, Filmsack at gmail.com is the place to go. Here's another place to go. Support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Filmsack. Why? Sec? Sack. Why? <laughs> because you get no, you. you never get an ad. You get free content every week that you don't get on the public feed. And a bunch of other cool stuff, including monthly shows. I got one coming up. Randy's just went up. Uh, we've done a full round of each of us plus one. So if you want to yeah. hear what those all sounded like, uh, now's your chance. Uh, go check it out. And those are all available in perpetuity. If you join now, patreon.com slash film sack in perpetuity interests me. Um, well, you know, I, I thinking about it like, Oh, this Patreon, like it'll still be around in a hundred years. And yeah. Little- if the EMP hits and it blows out every, the internet goes down, I can't guarantee anything, but leaving a legacy for our children. That's right. Right. <laughs> oh, that makes me think twice about some of the things I want to say. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, legacy for your children, what do they look forward to watching next week here on the show? What are we seeing? Oh, you mean in Sacktober? Yeah. Mm. That's right. Next week in Sacktober, we are going to watch a Nightmare on Elm Street three. <gasps> yes, is that the is that the Warriors that dream? The yes, dream it is warriors. a war, dreaming Warriors. And that'll make three of these now. Do I have that right? New Nightmare, Definitely the two. original. Oh, yes, at least right because we Freddy versus Jason or oh, oh actually that makes four of them. Run. That You're makes right. four because the original we did the original we did Dream yeah, Warriors uh-huh. we did Freddy v Jason and now this that'll be four. Wow. Okay. Well, Dream Warriors, you we, said twice. Said Dream Warriors. Did I say it twice? We're not. Yeah. Oh, we we're doing Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. We are sacking Dream Warriors. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But what was the second? Did we see the second? Uh, no. Or did we see New Nightmare? No, New, Nightmare. New, Nightmare, New Nightmare, Freddy New Nightmare. V. Jason, and the first Nightmare. That's it. Okay. Yeah. So it will okay. be for next week. Right. Right? Correct. But only <laughs> two of the real proper ones. Every All the rest of them are kind of, they're not really. You like crappy, you like crappy stuff, though. Yeah. Yeah. And again, well, folks, you're going to you're going to go to HBO Max. You're going to type in Elm Street three and watch that movie. Elm Street three. Elm Street three. I kind of wish Elm we Street we, we at some point should do the Jackie Earl Haley one. The new the, I just want to see it. I've never seen it. Yeah. So yeah. watch it together. You know, 
We should do that. We'll do that. Anyway, that's next week right here on FilmSack. In the meantime, FilmSack.com is the place you can go. How do I know this for sure? Because this guy said it once. Hold on. Where is it? It's right here. FilmSack.com. Thank you, Scott Fletcher. That's the place. FilmSack.com is your destination. Patreon.com slash FilmSack as well. And always send us those emails. FilmSack at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at FilmSack. And if you're so inclined, please leave us a review wherever you get your shows. That'll do it for us. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Big Pecker. We'll see you. We'll see you next time. <laughs> this show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.